Hey, que pessoal, gente, it's your boy uh, Pelon, and you tuned into another episode of Chillcast. Um, this is uh, part three um, in an episode that I really was only going to make two episodes, um, but, you know, I was sitting here thinking, and uh, by the way, buenos dias, um, this one is... Um, had me doing a lot of soul searching, a lot of thinking, and um, I really was going to make a totally different episode, but I mean, it fits into the same um, dialogue, and um, the name of this uh, particular, uh, you know, sub uh, set in this episode, or part three, is um, the distribution of racism, how it's uh, distributed. So um, we've covered a, a, a few different um, ideas that all premise around uh, racism and what it's uh, leading me to conclude is that, you know, racism is in America a distribution of power. It's like a, um, it's like an asset, you know, it's, 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 it's almost like a good or a service that, you know, we don't talk about. And, um, it actually has value, uh, for, um, voters. That's why you hear a lot of people talking about like, uh, you know, taking away the right to vote, you know, if you're a criminal, they want that vote taken away because when you take away the ability for uh, minorities or um, colored people or um, disenfranchised people or oppressed people or suppressed people, or, um, you know, uh, gerrymandered uh, districts, um, you know, when you do all that um, balkanization of um, territory, territorial lines uh, that make up districts, uh, poor uh, versus rich uh, versus uh, good education, bad education, right side of the fence, green grass, uh, left side of the fence, greener grass, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, property values um, that are higher on one side of the street versus others. This this has a lot of um, value to people who think like that. And I mean, if you don't think like that, you should, um, you know, just just to get an understanding of it, you know, you don't. You don't have to live your life that way. Um, I think it's pretty, um, it's pretty intense to think like that all the time. Um, and, and actually people do, uh, but these are the same people that vote. These are the same people that read the news, um, watch Fox and friends or Fox news or religiously, um, Try to stay abreast with, uh, you know, the economy, the stock market, 401k, uh, mutual funds, social security, 
uh, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I think that the government is, you know, getting um, to the point where, you know, it's 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 going to start doing less and less and less and less for people because, you know, people are becoming more and more and more non-important or non-European, um, Anglo-Saxon, white. And, um, you know, I, I challenge you to prove me wrong because um, I don't know if you've seen that meme where the guy is just sitting on the table and it's just, you know, I think this way. Prove me wrong. Um, these are not lib ideas. These are not left ideas. These are not anything like that. I mean, you look at, you know, some of these articles that are being put out talking about, you know, we don't have enough people, you know, to um, sustain um you know, replenishing, you know, the current, um, population. Well, the current population is white. And yes, we do have enough people. We have more than enough people wanting to come over here and work. They're just not the same kind of people. You know, over 50% of, uh, you know, those people that they're counting, like probably 60, 70 percent of the people that they're, you know, counting are, you know, white two thirds. Sixty seven percent, probably. And, um, you know, I touched on this a little in the last episode at the end that um, all those Mexicans want to come over here and be your servants. It's true, man. They want to come over here and just basically, you know, treat you like a king. And you're only making 50, 40, 60,000 bucks. Maybe more, maybe 80, maybe 100. You know, I feel like, you know, the people that are making two, 300,000 feel like they're too good that, you know, a lot of times they don't even want these uh, kind of servants. They want to pay a little bit extra. They want to go to Target instead of Kmart. They don't want to see the riffraff. They want to buy the same kind of shit at Walmart, but they want to see some white folks. Hey, man, there's nothing racist about that. And as a matter of fact, I think racism is all, uh, you know, more and more and more. It's just like an opinion. It's all subjective. Um, you know, I'm just making jokes. Um, and really, um, I don't think that there's a lot of room, uh, you know, for white people to, um, you know, get mad at uh, black people or uh, Chicanos, um, you know, poking a little fun here and there, you know, with uh, this uh, racial humor. Because, you know, honestly, you know, you guys are doing good, man. You know, in comparison to black and uh, Chicanos. Native Americans, I mean, y'all live the good life. You know, we're, we're not oppressing you. We're not taking anything away from you. We're not suppressing you. You know, y'all have taken everything from us. You know, and I, I, I hear people talk about, you know, don't play the victim and, you know, I'm the, you know, victim mentality. No, that's not what it is. That's being smart, being educated, being informed, knowing 
what you're worth and knowing your value and know what was taken from you. That way it doesn't happen again. Do you think the Jews are victims? I don't see nobody calling them victims or uh, playing like if they're, uh, you know, uh, got some victim attitude. No, it don't happen. Why? Because they're white folks. You know, people respect them. You know, their Holocaust was six million. The Native American Holocaust was a hundred million. If that's what you want to call it, you know, just because they've branded theirs, we'll call theirs Holocaust and we'll call the Native Americans a genocide. Same thing. You know, and I'm not poking um, any humor into this. I'm being dead serious. Um, There is a difference in jokes and there's a difference in humor and there's a difference in being serious. And hey, it is sad. But a lot of people just don't know it. A lot of people don't know it. So it's not really me um, at all having um, an animosity or a hatred or a chip on my shoulder or anything like that. It's that I have listeners out there that I feel like do not get information that is necessary. And uh, back to, uh, you know, this third part in this episode is is uh, the distribution of this racism that is manufactured, I think, by, in large part, the government. Because if the government wanted to, and this is something that that, that works for everything. This is why, you know, I, I have a hard time with all these people calling people socialists. Um, every de- everybody depends on the government. Everybody. The government will put your ass in jail. The cops will take your ass to jail. You know? If you're fucking Bernie Madoff, they don't give a fuck. You'll be the richest man in the world. If you're Tycho, if you're Enron... You know, these guys were doing some scandalous shit, ripping people off, pyramid schemes and taking their money, breaking rules left and right. But it was a different kind of robbery. It was a different kind of theft, but there was government regulation and all that. And um, the reason that the KKK isn't around anymore is because the government had enough of them. And broke them up to a certain extent. Told them, hey, you can't be doing these things. You don't see them anymore. Organized crime, mafia. What happened to it? If they wanted to get rid of the cartels, the drug cartels in Mexico, they could get rid of them the same way. But they don't want to. And this is what I'm talking about. The distribution of racism. So right now, you know, we've already talked about making it. We've already talked about, um, you know, kind of how it's still around, who it benefits. And um, now it's, you know, how do how do how do white people get it? You know, how do they get the advantages of the racism? Because racism is basically a um, that's why I was saying, you know, you should let us 
um, you know, make a couple of jokes here and there. We're not hurting anybody. If anything, I'd rather be the one being made fun of with all the benefits. Like the big paying job or the um, boss that looks like me and hired me because he looks like me or because I remind him of his son or uncle or grandpa or dad or sister or whatever, you know. All these people that are in the politics that vote for, um, you know, my interests, my values, my political views that are going to benefit me and my neighborhood. Not the black neighborhood, not the Mexican neighborhood. You know, I'd rather have all that and, uh, you know, have a couple of jokes cracked on me every once in a while. That's oppression. That's suppression. That's um, wealth. And the price is he can't really say certain uh, words that, uh, you know, black people say. White people take that trade all day. Oh, I can't say the N-word? Okay. As long as I can control the money, that's cool. Fuck. I'd be like, you know, let me control the money. You can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Because I'll control your ass. I'll own your ass in one way or another. You'll be making payments and paying bills to me. Kind of like that Rothschild saying. But yeah, the distribution, right? So getting back to that is it. We're talking about, you know, money and finances. And, you know, we know that all these big boys uh, own mostly everything, you know. Three guys own more than 50%. So now what do you have left over? You know? Really, you only have like... After after the wealth is taken from the top three guys and the wealth is taken from the bottom 50%, what do you have left? Not much. But it's enough to make all those guys in between a lot wealthier than that bottom half. So these are the guys that really... So these are the guys that make the decisions. These are the guys that... um, Put down the laws, put down the rules. And we got to follow them. So they tell you where you can live. They tell you what you can buy. They tell you um, what the borders are. And then when they run on campaigns, you know, they sit there and they hold a couple of, um, you know, policies in their hand and they're shaking them when, you know, the voters uh, come saying, you know, hey, vote for me. And I'll enact this policy, which is the border wall. So that person says, yeah, 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 you know, I'll vote for you. And that little ticket, that little policy 
you know, we basically give it to that voter. Right? You gotta have a little bit of time. You gotta have a little bit of money. You gotta have a little bit of uh, education. You gotta have a little bit of understanding of all this. And uh, most of the time, you can't afford an education unless you know you have a little bit of money or a little bit of time. And time is money. So this is one of the things that. You know, is afforded to that 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 uh, that top tier community, and um, that's basically how this um, three part system works. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. I just wanted to go ahead and um, include that last part, just to make it all. Uh, roll in together smoothly but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and um bounce on out to the next episode it's your boy balon peace hey que pasó gente it's your boy balon and uh we're doing an episode here uh of course, it's brought to you by Chocast. Um, it's kind of like a part two. Um, this episode is um, one that I started talking about um, just basic old racism and um, what exactly is it in the day and age that we live today um, because uh, racism has a lot of different uh, faces. Um, it's kind of, uh, aged over time and, uh, it's, um, it's just this weird psychological game. Um, I know we all think that it's just basic old stuff, but I mean, it gets a little bit more complicated than that. And, um, you know, if you heard the first part of this, uh, two part um, episode, uh, the first one was pretty long just because, um, I shelved a couple of issues, um, I kind of had, um, an epiphany, uh, you know, while I was actually, um, doing the episode, which, um, I'm gonna stand behind, um, I'm gonna do a lot more research, uh, into, uh, the government's role, um, in, constructing racism uh, because I think that that's something that we've never talked about um, so I guess that's what I'm going to call uh, this uh, second part of um, this episode um, this is part two and this is called uh, constructing or the government's construction um, or we could just say you know constructing racism and um, that'll be the title Um, And the government, in my opinion, is um, the constructor of this um, evil uh, hatched uh, plan.
because I mean, let's face it. You know, they, 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 you know, when you're, when, when, <laughs> when you're watching like a, uh, you know, you're watching, uh, a, a, like a, a thriller or a movie or even like Scooby-Doo, <laughs> there's always a plot. There's always an end. There's always like a, um, you know, follow the money, uh, type of scenario. And, um, Normally, you know, when you when you solve a crime, it's kind of what you want to know. You want to know who was involved, uh, you know, who had a financial interest. And, uh, you know, we can act like some detectives here and just try to solve, um, you know, who would be the biggest benefactor. Who stands the most uh, to gain? And who stands, you know, the most to lose uh, I was actually reading a, a, an article and um, you know what I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you I'll pull it up uh, because this uh, this article um, kind of came a little bit after the fact um, of me doing episode one um, which you know kind of you know helps me out a lot of times you know when I'm doing my research but um, I'm going to read this to you and you can take it for what it's worth. Uh, but it's, um, I have traveled across the length and breadth, breadth, uh, breadth of Africa. Um, and I have not seen one person who is a beggar, who is a thief. Such wealth I have seen in this country, such high moral values, People of such caliber that I do not think we could ever conquer this country unless we break the very backbone of this nation, which is her spiritual and cultural heritage. And therefore, I propose that we replace her old and ancient education system, her culture. For if the Africans think that all that is foreign and English is good and greater than their own, they will lose their self-esteem, their native culture, and they will become what we want them, a truly dominated nation. This was Lord Macaulay's address to the British Parliament in 1835 February 2nd if that makes a difference um there's a little side note somebody wrote on this it says uh when it's all said and done um it's always been a systematic uh takeover from colonization to enslavement um of the indigenous people on every continent so That's that, that. I mean, that's that's pretty. Um, you know, that, that's pretty enlightening. I mean, even you know, I've 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 always uh, said that you know it's it's imperative that we study um, other cultures. Uh, it's it's imperative that we uh, look at 
um, history, uh, you know, especially of the African-American because of uh, Africa's history and um, Africa's role in um, European domination um, is uh, just as big as America's role. Um, the Europeans um, have taken so much from um, the indigenous people being the Africans and the Americans. Um, and it's, it's, I mean, it's, it, it really blows you back to, 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 um, you know, read something like that. I mean, if I take it and I say, you know, the, nobody was a beggar in Africa. This is just a hundred and 60, 70, 109. This is less than 200 years ago. Nobody was a thief. There was so much wealth. Um, so, 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 so great morals. The people were of such caliber that, you know, he, this guy actually said that, you know, we could never conquer this country. we would actually have to go in and break the backbone of the nation the spirit the cultural heritage and uh, coming up with a plan for that is uh, you know taking out their education system and um, imposing on them English that way they lose their self-esteem and uh, their native culture. and their, You know, this is just, um, you know, to become a truly dominated nation. This is what this guy said. Um, you know, the more and more and more, like I said, uh, research that, you know, we do. Um, the, you know, he's writing to the British Parliament, right? And earlier when I was talking about in that other deal, you know, we're talking about race. This is racist. This is this is calculated racism on a different level that I mean like I said earlier you know that you've never you never hear about um slavery um you know when you're when you're taught slavery in school it's never it's it's never taught as racism it's just taught as slavery and um you know, that was the conclusion that I was making when I was just trying. And that's really what I wanted to do is I wanted to um, try to isolate like some uh, certain facts and, um, you know, hunker down on them to try to, um, you know, get to like a basic um, understanding of what, um, you know, it is that way, you know, you, you know, because sometimes you got to kind of put everything into context and really hone in on the particular idea. And I was, as I was doing it, that's where I came to the conclusion is that, you know what, I, I think that it's manufactured by the government. And, um, you know, after reading this article and um, after uh, talking, you know, with uh, a couple of people, uh, you know, since I did that article, having a couple of conversations, um, you know, with some people that I um, you know, think have different opinions and, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to stick to it. 
Um, I think racism, you know, I mean, it's throughout the world, it's throughout the country, but I mean, it's, you know, if you look at it, it, it really is more prevalent in the United States. Um, I don't even think that, you know, if you go like to uh, Africa, I, I don't even think that uh, the Africans are really um, as racist as uh, the rest of the world. I think that if anybody's racist, you know, it's the people that go over there, uh, you know, trying to exploit Africa. You know, in, in Native Americans were never uh, taught to be racist. Um, I don't even think that, uh, you know, Asians are really, uh, you know, racist. I'm sure that, you know, now there's, you know, probably a certain amount of fear and stuff like that, you know, that, you know, everybody has to wonder, you know, one person that looks different out of, you know, millions of people, you know, I mean, if you were to go over there and you were a, a, a different, um, like if you were like an African or something, you know, that kind of, you kind of would stand out a little differently. Um, but yeah, you know what? Um, the more and more I think about this, the, the more and more it does make sense. I mean, the government had everything to uh, win by making, um, and you know, when you look at, um, the way the treatment of the native Americans, you know, with the United States and uh, the government, it's always been a real, uh, shady deal. None of the treaties were honored. They never said they were sorry. Uh, you know, they're still doing it in Canada. I mean, it's still taking place in Latin America, South America, Mexico. Um, you know, Bolivia just happened. Um, the coup d'etat, you know, with the first uh, indigenous president ever, Evo Morales. Um, did a couple of segments on that. Um, you know, he said that, you know, the, the lithium was going to be for the people. Um, they're one of the poorest countries in the world. Um, he didn't want that to be exploited, like the silver and the uh, tin. I think, uh, you know, they had a lot of mining exploitation in the past. And um, he didn't want that to happen again. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks after, they ousted him. Um, a lot of people say that the U.S. had a big role in that. They're bringing back uh, religion, uh, you know, uh, Catholicism, uh, you know, as the um, religion of the nation, uh, because they were uh, going back to their um, indigenous uh, religious uh, views. Um, and, you know, when you do a lot of uh, research, you know, you find that, you know, religion plays a big part. And um, the systematic uh, governing of people, taxes and um, Catholicism and, um, you know, the, 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 you know, I mean, if you don't already know that you should, you know, probably look it up, you know, on your own. I don't want to get into too much of that right now. But, yeah. So here's where I'm going is the, the government, uh, you know, manufactures um, racism with an all European uh, benefactor uh, type people. An another article that I just saw too, I can't, I can't stop, uh, you know, thinking of all these things that kind of lay the foundation of this. But there was a, an article out that said um, the, it was just put out last, uh, no, in 2018, 
that there are not enough babies being born to support the current population um, right now. And uh, this uh, particular article, uh, you know, if I do uh, elaborate and um, I think I just will, uh, because this one, um, yeah, this is what it is. Not enough babies are being born to replace the U.S. population report, says um, the birth rate in the U.S. fell in 2018 has reached the lowest level in over 30 years. 30 years, lowest level. Um, this is from the CDC. Um, you know, it's a big department. The report says that only uh, less than 3.8 million births were registered in 2018, which is 2% lower than the year before. Um, the total fertility rate, which refers to the number of children women have overall, was uh, 1,700 births per thousand women um, age 15 to 44 in uh, 2018 so it's kind of crazy that um, there were 1700 births for every thousand women of that age group Hmm. But anyways, um, it did fall, and I'm um, saying according to the report, there needs to be more than 2,100 births uh, per thousand women in that uh, age group, 15 to 44. Uh, you know, to keep up with uh, the uh, number of births, I guess it's supposedly the the right number. Uh, to replenish uh, the population. Um, it said, I also want to say that the women in their 20s and their 30s, uh, you know, went down. Um, the birth race increased uh, for women, uh, you know, between the ages of 35 to 44. Uh, so women, I guess, are having babies a little bit later on in life. And um, the birth rate actually fell from women that are really young, like 15 to 19, 7%, um, going from 19 births uh, to uh, 17 births uh, per thousand. Um, so these are real numbers. Um, what You know, the, the article itself doesn't really surprise me. It doesn't like alarm me or anything like that. But um, just to kind of put things in perspective, the, the actual article has an American flag that, um, you know, I guess is draping over uh, this map that looks like the United States of America, you know, on the ground, which looks like a puzzle. And um, there's a little baby walking on the walking on the ground or on that puzzle. Nothing surprising, but um, the baby looks white. And when you... Um, think about this um, idea uh, that they're really putting into the reader's head is um, you know we're talking about border 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 
uh, which basically is excluding people that want to come over here and become Americans and work and um, give to our country and replenish whatever uh, numbers or workforce or taxes because, I mean, we know who pays taxes and who doesn't pay taxes and it's definitely not the rich. Uh, You know, obviously it's the poor people. Uh, But, you know, that being said, This, uh, this, this, this makes me draw the conclusion that they don't want brown babies. They don't want colored babies. They want European babies. They want white babies. They know Mexico has always been a good friend. They know Mexico, um, you know, when you put pound for pound, person for person, the crime rate is not any different. These people come over to work, they come over and they do a lot of jobs that nobody else wants to do and they don't get in trouble. Um... I'm not going to argue that. I don't need to argue that. You know, if you know um, any Mexicans, if you know any uh, Southwest families, if you are in any way cultural, uh, you know, with uh, Chicanos, if you're Chicano, obviously, then you know what I'm talking about. But, you know, this conversation doesn't really need to be had. Everybody knows that motherfuckers work. And they're going to produce and they're going to do whatever they got to do to um, make sure that they have a better life for their children. And that's real. Love their kids. Big families. Super exceeds all these numbers right here. I mean, we're talking about 18 births per whatever thousand. Uh, between the ages of 15 and 19, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, Mexicans, oh my God, could you imagine if that's the the number here, um, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot higher than that with, with Mexicans, um, but that's, that's, that, that's my point is, is that they just don't want Mexican, Mexican Americans. That's, um, I don't know how much of it is like, you know, the say of the government and how much of it is the say, because I really do believe that, like, the government would like to have, um, those people over. But I think that they're right now that there's voters that are getting all pissed off and they're the ones that are making those decisions to get it to stop. Um, like the Trump supporters, obviously, you know, they're the ones that are in charge of, um, you know, Trump's campaign, basically, you know, that's how that that's what he ran on. You know, he got, you know, that was his winning, that was his winning ticket to getting elected, you know, uh, fuck everything else. He's going to go after one thing, the most vulnerable thing he could, the Native Americans, You know, because the government has always attacked the Native Americans. 
whenever it feels weak, whenever it needs to have some kind of whipping boy, when it needs to spank somebody, when it needs to bleed somebody, when it needs resources, when it needs to take land, when it needs to take something, it takes from the Native American. That's always been the European crutch. You need land, you need money, you need labor, you need food, you need wealth, go steal it from the Native Americans. Hey, gente, I'm telling y'all, man, y'all need to uh, recognize these true um, deal facts. Um, This this podcast is going to start getting... Um, really interesting because um, the more and more I dig and the more and more I learn and the more and more uh, research that I do, the more ideas, uh, you know, that come up. And you can naysay me all you want, but I mean, the numbers are there. The facts are there. The figures are there. The sense it makes. Um <sighs> an instrument it's a weapon it's 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 a weapon you know i mean we we've always been seen as a threat black people threat fbi cia dea swat teams j edgar hoover martin luther king malcolm x black panthers Research all that, and you'll find that there was an element behind all those murders, all those deaths, all those um, interrogations, all those wiretaps. Um, just like with, uh, you know, the um, Italian mobsters. How'd you bring them down? How'd you take them down? Those same tactics. <laughs> And um, I don't know how much more um, I can elaborate on this uh, particular subject. I think that um, I've already made my point. You know, I took it off the shelf, um, you know, that I put it on uh, earlier. You know, uh, racism changes, um, you know, like every 50 years or whatever. Um, Obviously, you know, when 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 they uh, first came over here. Um, you know, they didn't call it that. They just called it slavery. And um, after slavery, I guess they called it emancipation. And then it just became the KKK. And then we had the civil rights movement. On the black end. And the new Chicanos. Along with the American Indian Movement. Which put a lot of people in jeopardy and harm's way in prison. And still no one to this day gives a fuck about Peltier being in prison. Or all these people that are protecting the environment. Getting the book thrown at them. You know, it's sad. It's so sad. 
uh, you know, what's happening to them. <clears throat> These uh, prisons. I think that's what I'm going to do on some of my next episodes is the um, prison industrial complex. Because um, this, you know, following the money is, uh, you know, taking me to new um, thought processes, which, uh, you know, gives me a lot of insight on what's happening. And um, I'm glad to be able to share that with you guys, uh, you know, while I'm actually doing the uh, research and digging and actually asking the questions while I'm doing the episodes. So for that, I'm grateful, actually. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, wrap this one up. I think I've covered everything pretty much uh, that I wanted to cover. I'm going to go ahead and bounce on out to the next episode. Um, it's your boy Pelon signing out. I have to watch your peace. What's up, peoples? It's your boy, uh, Pelon, and uh, you tuned in to another episode. This episode is being brought to you by Chokas. Today's episode is um, going to be pretty basic, fundamental. Um, I just want to get down to um, asking the question, um, what... What exactly is racism today that, um, you know, we live in 2020 and basically we're a few days away from the new year and, um, well, we evolve as people and, um, a lot has happened. And um, the last 100 years, 200 years, three, four, 500 years, especially as Americans, um, most, of my Amer- most of my listeners are American. Um, I would expect most of my listeners to be um, American, being a Chicano podcast. Um, And, um, you know, I mean, it's in, in a way that's kind of cool because, I mean, we should have a uh, consensus in America that's a little bit more diverse than I would say uh, the rest of the world. Like um, one of my homeboys, I think, uh, told me the other day he lived uh, in China for a little while and uh, he wouldn't. He would not go back uh, just because he had said something um, on their social media site. I think it was like, I don't know, MeWe or what, whatever their uh, Google is. Um, he had made some statements about the, the government or the police or something. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, to, to a degree, I think that we do have like a a little bit more rights uh, than a lot of countries, uh, you know, like especially Asian countries. I think that um, like China and Japan, maybe they're a little bit more communist or whatever. Um, but 
the, the 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 question that I pose again, you know, is you know what what is uh, racism today? You know, in, in our country. Um, you know, I mean, I know what it is in different countries. I know what it is in the past. Um, you know, they say that it doesn't exist anymore. Um, but I just, I mean, ideas are ideas. Um, you know, we culminate, we think we have the freedom of thought, regardless of what our laws are. And, um, you know, we, 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 we're all driven as human beings to have, uh, emotions, urges, drives, like, like as fundamental as hunger or sex, um, those are pretty basic, uh, love is pretty basic, so why wouldn't hate and anger also be, uh, just as basic or simple, you know, so what, what, what is, I want you, I want you to think about it for a little bit, because I mean, I'm still trying to, um, come up with, you know, my, um, not only my question, but, you know, my answer, how do I, you know, how do I, uh, relate to, you know, racism and what it is, you know, today versus, you know, what it was yesterday. And, um, I don't, I don't think that racism has changed. I just think that, you know, the way that we handle it, um, the, the laws, you know, especially, have a big part to do with uh, society. The laws govern our society. That's what makes it a society. Is that we all kind of agree on a you know on laws, and we all kind of say that we're going to abide those laws. And if we don't, we get taken out of society. You know, thrown in jail or prison or killed. You know, they'll put you to death if, uh, you know, you break certain laws. Um, and that's how governments work, right? I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, so I, I, I find this an interesting question just because, um, you know, when we start talking about, you know, people that are ancestrally tied, uh, you know, to this land that have been here for 15,000 years. Um, some say 130, some say 150,000 or more years. Um, you know, we start talking about laws and, um, borders and, uh, new governments, um, that came up in the last, uh, 250 years. Or more. Um, obviously, 1776, uh, you know, was the uh, birth of the 13 colonies. And uh, prior to that, uh, pretty much half of the United States was not even, um, you know, governed by law. So all these laws that are affecting um, all these uh, indigenous people that are trying to get across the borders... Um, you know, that are dying, that are, 
you know, they're, 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 they're being subject to prosecution. Uh, they're being subject to, um, you know, death by the drug cartel. They're being subject to, uh, sexual, uh, trafficking. So that's all kind of like a tie in, uh, you know, to this, you know, simplistic question. Um, but here, you know, um, you know, it being, you know, the Chicano podcast, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's about racism. It has something to do with, you know, um, I think our way of life, our culture, our hinted, our, um, thought process, our way of life. And, um, nobody's talking about it. I don't feel like not enough people are doing anything. Um, so I'm trying to do as much as I can to at least, uh, you know, break down the thought process of like, you know, okay, so is it racism? Because I feel like it is, um, you know, I don't know about all of my white listeners. I don't know about, um, you know, my black listeners. I don't know about, um, you know, all of my Chicano listeners, because I know that, you know, we don't all stick together, uh, you know, on centralized, um, ideas. Um, you know, we all have our, our own ideas and, um, unity, um, I think is key, um, in racism. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you how, and I'm going to, I'm going to elaborate on that part. I'm going to put that part on the, I'm going to put that up on the shelf just for a second. Uh, because I think racism does involve unity. And um, I think the only way to combat racism is through unity. But, you know, getting back to the fundamental question, like what, what, what is racism? So that's cool. You know, we've established it. It's like a unit. It's a unified uh, front. I'm so glad that that, 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 that played out the way that um, it just did, because I have really been um, thinking about this episode, um, for some time, um, like I do a lot of episodes, I'll just catalog them in my head or write some stuff down. And I, you know, when I'm not ready for one, um, you know, I want to put a little bit more thought into it. And, um, yeah, so it's a, it's racism is a unified front. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you like what I, I, I have theorized. And again, this is my theory. You know, you can have a different theory, but I put a lot of thought into this. And, um, you know, I would like for somebody to tell me that I'm wrong because I don't think that I'm wrong. And I would I would I'm, I, I would challenge um, I would challenge somebody uh, to uh, have this conversation or a topic of debate. Or debate this topic. Um, so we've established that. We'll talk about it later. So it's a unified front. It's a unified front of what? You know, we, 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 we've established that, you know, in the past, especially with um, the country. I would say racism was, you know, and I, I this is this is coming from nowhere, but um. I mean, not, not, not nowhere, but I mean, this is just, uh, coming out in, in, in my thought process is it, 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 it is a seed. It is a, 
it is it is a part of the government I know that um you know we we think that you know the government you know works for us and um, you know, sometimes we, you know, we, we, we get smart and, uh, you know, we start uh, having that aha moment and we start getting woke and finding out that, you know, the government has never really been for us and this and this and that. But nowadays, uh, since, you know, we did away with it, Abraham Lincoln emancipated, you know, these people and that people. But I mean, when you look at it, racism has always been um, governed. You know, now that's starting to piss me off because, I mean, it's almost like um, it's, it's it's an aha moment right in the middle of the episode. Um, it's It's been racism. Racism has been governed. Um, there have been rules um, around racism. Laws around racism. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, slavery. This is one um, that I like to point out when people start talking about like, you know, hey, you know, well, those uh, those uh, indigenous uh, people or those aliens uh, from another planet or whatever they call them, uh, you know, those those people, those caravans, those Mexicans or those people at the border, uh, you know, they got to follow the law, you know. They got to do it the right way. So here we go again, talking about policies that are governed by who? The political officials that write the rules and write the laws. So there, if there was an act of Congress or a bill that passed as an act of Congress or passed through the acts or a bill that got passed as an act, you know, and it got passed by Congress and the majority voted yay in favor of that act uh, to allow, you know, open borders, then it would be okay. There'd probably be a lot of, uh, you know, staunch, uh, Trump supporters, uh, white nationalists, um, you know, that would be pissed off. Um, let, 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 let's look at that for, you know, just for a second. Um, I'm not in a rush. So let's, let's look at that, right? So all these people would come in. I don't know how different that was from last year, 2, 10, 5, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Um, but they've been coming across, you know, and, and, and if they hadn't been coming across, you know, they get snuck across or they pay a coyote, you know, whatever, a thousand, two thousand, five thousand. But they'd find their way into America and they'd start working. That's the first thing that happens. So let's say that, you know, they open the borders. All these people come across. The first thing they do is they start looking for work. They don't come over here. That's the first. They don't come over here doing bad shit. They come over here. I need money. I need a place to stay. I need work. So what's the first thing they do? 
and go find a place to stay. Find a place to shower, find a place to cook. And um, they set up some type of agreement with where whoever they're staying with um, to rent or sublet some new monies now that are coming into the uh, GDP gross domestic product economy of the United States more rental money more leasing money now they gotta pay that bill at the end of the month so you know they're gonna need to go find a job you know they start talking asking questions you know they find a job cleaning somebody's house they don't find any jobs that are you know high skilled jobs this is not um, you know uh, a comical conclusion you know they, they end up washing somebody's scrubbing somebody's floors or cleaning somebody's toilets or mowing somebody's grass or cleaning somebody's um, gutters on their house or nailing somebody's roof on a house or doing some type of construction that you know has a lot of dangers involved in it or doing some type of labor force hard work for low wages and because the country is such a uh, good um, we're we're really good. Apparently, we're so good at um, making profits that apparently we don't even have these kind of low-skilled jobs around anymore for the uh, American public because nobody wants to work for them. They're too low. Um, you know, we've already... Um, figured it out to uh, such a uh, profitable margin that we already know that, uh, you know, the only rates that will be uh, suitable for the global economy for us are the, com- the, 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 the uh, company, the manufacturer, the distributor, the uh, company that's making whatever product or service that we're talking about that needs to hire these people. That, you know, a low skill wage is only going to pay a certain amount of money. So it has to be a certain price or else it's just not going to be profitable. So, you know, these uh, global um, let's call them um, factors, um, you know, can only allow a certain person at a certain skill set and these are all low paying jobs so you don't have to have much skills at all that's i mean that that's 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 a statistic right now half of the jobs in the united states of america right now are all low paying low skill jobs half that means the other half are you know something high in demand you know high tech doctors lawyers computer science engineers you know something like that you're gonna need a degree to actually fall into that the other half you know we're talking mcdonald's and shit like that 
So they're going to go and fill all those jobs. Because all those jobs, they're going to take them. The lower paid, the better. They will hire them in a heartbeat. Because nobody wants to work for those wages. Remember, that's why we have an unemployment rate. Because nobody wants to fill those jobs, those spots. So now, you're getting a good deal to get your lawn mowed. Uh, you're getting a good deal to um, clean your house because you weren't going to do it. You don't want to do it. But you'll pay somebody 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever it is that that person charges you, you know, per day or per hour or per however. Room, house, square footage. You know, you'll pay it. Because to you, shit, it's worth it. You don't have time to do it. And you rather pay them to do it. Because, I mean, if you can pay them $5 an hour to do it, and it's going to take you 10 or 20 hours, you know, it's worth more than 50 to 100 bucks to you. That could be worth, you know, two or $300 at the job. You know, you know what cooking costs. You know what cooking, co- uh, cleaning costs. Because you haven't even been able to do it. Because it costs too much. You'll miss work. So now the house is looking like shit. So you hire these guys. They do it. So they actually bring value to uh, the United States. So again, these are all things that make it legal. But these are all things that bring value. So these are all things that are good for the economy. These are all things that actually end up helping the government afford the taxes because the rich don't pay taxes. You know, three top guys make more than 50% of the United States. They don't pay shit in taxes, so that means that half of 325 million people pay more taxes than the top three guys combined. So all you got to really do is just tax those three guys, but nobody wants to do it because that's not how the system is set up. The system is set up for the rich, the powerful, the elite, the weak are the ones that take on that tax burden. But you got all these Trump supporters or all these Republicans or all these people that, you know, say, hey, you know, blah, 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 you know, but yet they're still the ones paying the taxes and they're the ones voting for these guys like if they're the rich guys and they're not the rich guys. You got to remember, those three guys don't even make up 1% and they own 50% of the wealth in the country and they're not even the top 1%. You know, so getting back to, um, you know, the laws, you know, once you make it um, and that that's that's the part that's starting to piss me off now is it basically the 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 I think that governance um, has a lot to do with what dictates as racism. Like, what do you make a hate crime? You know, what do you call uh, white nationalism? 
you know, I think I had um, seen somewhere pose the question, um, had all the uh, mass murderers or shooters been all black or all Mexican, it would have been different. But since they were all white, they are mentally ill. Or they play too many video games. You see what I'm saying? And um, when push came to shove, they started telling Trump to push towards um, more support for um, or against white nationalism you know isn't it white nationalism sir it's not really a mental illness no no it's mental illness it's mental illness it's mental illness and they were ready for that they were actually they they seeded the question with like this is not mental illness sir this is like white nationalism But I think because, you know, he had the uh, guilt all over his hands because he was actually um, spewing all the same rhetoric and they were his followers. And he was the one that was basically culminating or cultivating uh, that um, staunch group of supporters or growing that base um, that he didn't want to basically give into that. Because it's like he was basically farming them. He was planting the seeds that, uh, you know, made these supporters. Um, so, you know, what 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 is racism? You know, getting back onto the topic, you know, because I had to preface it with so many things. Because, I mean, I'm starting to think it's just like a government um, idea. And uh, nobody wants to talk about it. Because uh, back in the day, um, you know, slavery was not racist. But if you ask anybody today, is it wrong to sell humans, to chain humans, to rape humans, to breed humans, to kill humans? Of course it's wrong. Of course it's morally and legally wrong. But it's, at first it's morally wrong. You know, you got to have a conscience. And these people were the same people that were saying that they were Christians or Catholics or this or that. And I don't know where their moral compass was at. Because, I mean, if they were fleeing freedom, they sure could have fooled me coming over here. You know, bringing 12 million slaves within a short period of time. Slavery persisted for over 200 and something years in America alone. North America, at least. So, if it wasn't racism back then, what was it? Because nobody calls it that. 
you know, when you look at uh, old uh, movies or old shows, and you see like roots, or you see like these uh, slavery, um, they don't, they don't even use the word racism. You just call it slavery. Either it was wrong or it was right. There's not a lot of films on Native Americans because, hell, we all know that's bad. They don't want to talk about that. But that was legal. Killing babies. Killing um, women. And paying a different price for all three. Adults, men, women, and children. And one of the first uh, colonies in Delaware, like in its inception, um, to free or to um, rid the lands of uh, the Native Americans tribes that were there, they were paying uh, like bounty hunters basically to go out and come back with scalps. And paying them different prices for adults, children, men, and women. You can look it up. It's out on the internet. You just gotta dig and find it. But yeah, so it wasn't illegal. And it wasn't illegal to, um, prohibit them from uh, voting or having natural citizenship or even practicing their religion up until like I think something really like not too long ago like 20, 40 years ago they couldn't even practice their own religion in some uh, areas of like uh, the country and uh, even Canada Uh, they're still doing a lot of um, really nasty things to the Native Americans because it's legal. Uh, the boarding schools, the taking away of children, kind of like they're doing here, uh, but they take them away from those citizens that live there. And I don't even think that they consider them full-fledged citizens. I'm not sure how that works, but they take the children from the uh, Native Americans that are in Canada because they say that they can't um, I think it basically helps their economy by giving the um, people that live there uh, 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 an economic base because they can pay them to act as if they're doing a job by, I guess, becoming foster parents. It's like building a new industry. Kind of like all this prison industrial complex. But yeah, so, um, yeah, what is racism? I think that, I mean, now that I'm coming down to it, it's just basically a set of laws. Um, it's not really how you feel. It's not really what you say. Uh, because, I mean, how how could you... Uh, how could you find somebody? How could you uh, charge somebody with racism, right? You know, if, uh, if, if, you, if, if you had to... Um, I don't know, judge somebody. You know, I mean, it's all uh, subjective, right? 
you know, I could use a couple of words right now that, you know, would, you know, red flag me automatically, you know, like, oh, you know, he, you know, he used that red flag word, you know, he's, you know, in the society that we live in today, but I mean, if I didn't have any emotions behind it, you know, just to tell a story or a conversation, you know, I mean, it's probably going to not have any merit. But at the same time, you know, some people are out there, you know, rapping and, um, you know, they may say the same words, um, you know, in a different context and, um, you know, it could be endearing. Um, however, you know, because of, um, the way society views, uh, you know, I guess racism of the past, um, you know, that very well could be, uh, you know, flipped inside out, you know, to mean totally something different in context, just by the different person that uses it. And, um, you know, I don't think that people run around, uh, committing hate crimes, you know, uh, like they used to, but, you know, they, 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 they are still, uh, committed. Um, but, you know, I think when it comes to, um, you know, finances, um, denying people jobs, denying people loans, um, the court systems, the police, and the way that they treat, um, human beings or people that they pull over, um, that to me is a big part of the, uh, culture that um, we would call like racism and I mean I don't know uh, where else to go other than you know I mean I was going to take something off of the shelf earlier um, you know that talked about (coughs) you know what uh, racism was um you know, yesterday and what it is today. And, um, I think that's, that's pretty much how it's changed is that, you know, it, 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 it's just the laws have changed. And I think the government is racist. I think that the government basically is racist only because it has like, um, those rules or those laws that are like governed by, you know, the people. And when I say by the people, the people that vote, the people that are at the polls, the people that are, I mean, literally the old angry, um, you know, the old white people. They're the ones that are voting. I mean, let's not sugarcoat who they are. I mean, you know who they are. I mean, you look at the demographics in the polls. Um, I'm not sure how many, uh, you know, voters are um, African-American or Native American or Mexican-American or Puerto Rican or whatever, but, 
I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that over 50%, you know, I would say even more than that, probably 60-70% would be the range of voters that are white or Caucasian or whatever you want to call uh, white people. And I would say that, you know, if you took all of those people, let's say it was 65%, which is two-thirds, or 66.67, whatever. Let's just say those two-thirds, and you broke that in half. I would say that it's safe to say more than half of them are old. I'd say that it would skew male. And their opinions are the ones that are by the people for the people. You know, they're the ones uh, agreeing to these laws. They're the ones that um, are getting bills passed. Uh, They're the ones that you know, get the support of the police. They're the ones that, um, I guess, are the uh, benefactors um, or the people that, like I said, they're 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 not the ones in prison. They're not the ones that are uh, going through the uh, prison industrial complex or the. Um, Issues that we see uh, when we see uh, corruption, uh, you know, with the police. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to, uh, you know, cover in this, uh, you know, particular. I just, um, I'm trying to really just put my thumb on what is racism today. I think racism is the same thing that it was yesterday. It's the government allowing or disallowing. And we don't call it racist until 20 or 30 or 50.